0: This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com Clinical Audit 2020 marked the first national conference organised by the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. After many years of attending events organised by external conference providers, we were eager to deliver a national conference for the clinical audit community organised by clinical audit professionals. Further, with all the recent talk being around the need to reinvigorate clinical audit, we were keen to capitalise on this by showcasing our work and running a truly innovative event that looked to the future, not back to the past. As with other conferences you may have attended, Audit 2020 featured a mix of local and national speakers and it was great to have high-profile organisations such as the Department of Health, Clinical Governance Support Team and National Patient Safety Agency in attendance. In addition, the conference included a lunchtime exhibition and delegates had plenty of opportunity to network and share ideas. So, listening to this introduction, you're probably wondering what made Audit 2020 different to previous Audit conferences. To begin with, the event made the most of recent technical innovations and rather than giving all delegates a conference folder made up of a small tree's worth of paper, delegates left the event with all presentations neatly stored on a 512 megabyte memory stick. Further, all delegates were provided with handheld voting keypads that enabled them to feedback their views on key questions of the day. The venue for the conference was the National Space Centre, and this provided the perfect backdrop for the day, with delegates surrounded by rockets and astronauts rather than the uninspiring ambience one finds in a hotel or conference centre. In keeping with all events that the Clinical Audit Support Centre run, Audit 2020 was highly interactive and prior to lunch delegates took part in a fun quiz which led to one person winning an MP3 player. Delegates were also given the opportunity to complete a questionnaire looking at their views on a wide range of subjects relating to clinical audit, and we also carried out a short activity to find out which websites audit professionals access on a personal and professional basis, and this led to some truly fascinating results. A number of speakers set Audit 2020 apart from other events, First, Robin Sassarou gave an enlightening presentation focusing on the work of the National Audit and Governance Group and this marked one of the first keynote conference presentations looking at the work of the NAG. As Monty Python would no doubt say, the conference was brought to a close with something completely different as Andy Cope took to the stage. Andy freely admitted that he knew nothing about clinical audit and started his presentation asking the audience questions on TV Trivia. However, within 40 minutes, Andy had successfully managed to persuade the majority of those in the audience that they needed to take a fresh perspective on the way that they do things. This was the perfect way to end Audit 2020, and audience members departed feeling enthusiastic and reinvigorated. I'm now going to hand over to Louise Hazelwood, Clinical Governance Manager for Lincolnshire PCT, who chaired the conference, for her views on the event.
1: I'm Louise Hazelwood, Clinical Governance Manager of Lincolnshire PCT, and here are my comments on um, Clinical Audit 2020. I was delighted to be able to chair Clinical Audit 2020 on the 15th of November 2007, and what more fitting a venue for a conference looking to the future than the National Space Centre in Leicester. It was a bitterly cold November morning that welcomed over 80 delegates to the first conference for clinical audit professionals to be run by the Clinical Audit Support Centre. Maureen Manser was the first speaker and shared some of her wisdom from 17 years in clinical audit, hitting home one point particularly clearly. Why can't we agree on a clear and unambiguous definition of audit criteria and standards? The confusion has surely led to some less-than-effective audit projects being undertaken over the years. Dr David Shepherd had his own views on what makes for effective audit. Local ownership, for one thing, enabling accurate interpretation of audit data to give meaning to the results. After coffee, Dr Christine Johnson reminded us all of the power of significant event audit to improve quality and safety. Let's not underestimate what significant event audit can achieve where clinical audit might sometimes fail. GPs tend to embrace it and we perhaps need to capitalise on this more if we're to engage clinical staff in audit activity. This linked very nicely to the next speaker, Anne O'Brien, who gave us all food for thought as to how we could ensure clinical audit effectively demonstrates good clinical governance in action. Stephen Ashmore then took us up to lunch with his own thoughts, including some audience participation and why we don't have a strong audit community and what he believes clinical audit will look like in 2020. Crystal ball gazing is not easy in the NHS when the next set of changes are always just around the corner, but I believe that the future will hold opportunities for a new direction for audit and the evolution of a new audit community. After a well-earned lunch break and some alien-style retail therapy, Heidi Wright and Tracy Ruthven focused on clinical audit training, illustrated with some innovative training tools available to pharmacists. My own view is that training needs will increase, not least because of revalidation for GPs and other health professionals, plus the trend towards more clinical staff being expected to carry out their own audits. Robin Sassarou gave us all an insight into the work of the National Audit and Governance Group, or NAG, and offered us an opportunity for delegates to state their preferences for future NAG priorities. With a sense that the audit community is not very strong at the moment, it is perhaps important that groups like NAG exist to strengthen this in the future. Before tea, Michael Wright gave the Department of Health's view on why it was important to reinvigorate clinical audit now. Of particular interest to me was the formation of the new Clinical Audit Advisory Group, as well as a National Clinical Audit Forum. Will these enable the flourishing once more of an audit community? And how exactly will will audit be reinvigorated with what appears to be a shrinking audit workforce and consequent loss of audit expertise? Time will inevitably tell. But it was great to end the day on a high with some inspiration from Andy Cope. With all the change and uncertainty around the future of audit, it's perhaps easy to fall into negative thinking processes. But Andy showed us all a different way to think in a refreshingly different style that will surely help us all along the road to clinical audit in 2020. Many thanks to Stephen and Tracy for a brilliant conference.
2: Thanks to Louise for those comments and also for chairing the day. I'm now going to talk to you in a little bit more detail about the feedback from the Clinical Audit 2020 event. Without doubt, one of our main aims for clinical audit 2020 was to engage the clinical audit community and use the conference to find out their views and opinions on important issues of the day. With this in mind, all speakers were given the opportunity to set interactive questions that delegates could respond to using voting keypads. In addition, delegates were given the opportunity to complete a questionnaire, with questions that had been set by the CASC team and other delegates. The very first question of the day asked audience members how they currently feel about the future of clinical audit. With 80 delegates in attendance, most of whom work in clinical audit and governance, this led to a fascinating response, with 28% stating they feel very negative. In comparison, only 10% of the audience responded that they felt very positively to the question. This response appears to emphasise the view of the Chief Medical Officer that clinical audit needs reinvigorating. Delegates were also asked if they intended to be working in clinical audit in five years' time. And although the majority of attendees responded positively, exactly one third of the audience stated that they would no longer be working in audit in 2012. This is concerning given that there has already clearly been migration away from clinical audit in recent years due to financial pressures, agenda for change outcomes and audit professionals taking up broader clinical governance roles. Some of the most interesting views from Clinical Audit 2020 attendees related to the National Audit Programme. This is always a hot topic with those working in audit often debating the merits of the National Audit Programme. The first question asked audience members how they rated national audits. Just 5% felt national audits were excellent, with the most popular response of 49% being moderate. The follow-up question, which asked whether national or local audit is better at improving patient care, led to an intriguing response, with 94% voting for local audits. Clearly, these results indicate that audit professionals consider national audits are falling short of the mark and are inferior to their local counterparts. Although many questions were asked during the conference, the final one that I want to focus on relates to current clinical audit priorities. In a similar exercise to the one carried out by the Department of Health at an event in April 2007, all delegates were asked to list their three main personal priorities for clinical audit the top five responses to this question in reverse order were in fifth place undertake more clinical audit training in fourth place focus on completing audit ie carrying out the re phase in third place raising the profile of audit locally in second place reinvigorating local audit and doing less national audit And finally, the top answer of engaging clinical staff more effectively in the audit process. These responses give a great insight into the current priorities of clinical audit professionals and show that there is a lot of work being undertaken. You've heard a great deal about Clinical Audit 2020, but what did delegates think of the conference? Overall, the feedback was extremely positive, with over 90% of delegates stating that the event was value for money and that they would recommend the conference to colleagues. Most delegates commented positively on the event, and comments included, it was a well-organised and interesting conference, added touches were excellent, memory stick, wow! and goody bag on leaving, thanks. The venue was great, very innovative, very inspiring, good variety of speakers and Andy Cote was brilliant. Perhaps too much emphasis on primary care, a broader range of speakers please. Good fun with lots of interactive ideas. National Conference of this standard for under 200 pounds was exceptional. Please run it again. I would have preferred hard copies of the presentations to the memory stick It is clear that the majority of delegates had a positive experience attending the conference, but in true audit fashion we intend to use the feedback to improve future events that we run. A number of delegates felt that a broader range of speakers could have been provided and that the exhibitors were not relevant to them. Furthermore, some delegates did not like the space theatre where all the presentations took place and there were suggestions that Andy Cope should have been given more time to present. As an organisation we are always eager to gain positive and negative feedback as this helps us improve the events that we deliver. With this in mind we have taken on board all of the feedback from the first 2020 conference in November and we will look to make significant improvements when we host Clinical Audit 2020 The Return on the 24th of September 2008. Clinical Audit 2020 The Return should be a great event and we are pleased to announce that Professor Nick Black who is the new chairman of the National Clinical Audit Advisory Group will be delivering a keynote speech and taking questions from the audience. We have also responded to requests from those who attended the first 2020 event and agreed to give Andy Cope more time to WOW delegates. There is a good mix of local and national presenters with speakers from NICE, the National Blood Service and GAIN in Northern Ireland already confirmed. We are also in the process of securing speakers from Mental Health and the Ambulance Service to give a wide range of views on clinical audit delivery and implementation. Once again, Audit 2020 will be a highly interactive event and we are running a poster competition where delegates will vote for the winners. We're also lining up a broader mix of exhibitors and have opted to change the main room from the Space Theatre to the Shuttle Suite. As with the previous conference, it is located in the centre of the country with easy access to the venue. We've also kept costs the same, although discounted places are available to all delegates who attended the November conference, as well as any that take up our early bird offer and book before the end of June. Overall, we hope that Clinical Audit 2020 will once again be a thought-provoking and innovative event that helps the clinical audit community get together and start delivering new ways of developing audit in the future. We hope to see you there. This broadcast was recorded on the 21st of March 2008 and is copyrighted to the Clinical Audit Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the express written consent of the CASC team.